The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, the Vanguards are repping about criminals who took advantage on Juneteenth by acting like jackasses and much, much more. So, ladies and fellas, too, without further ado, let's get busy. What you know good, Holiday? All good. All good, man. Actually, no, I'm not good. I woke up and someone bust one of my windows to my car. Oh, damn. Man, one I'm sorry my, to hear that, brother. Yeah, one of my vehicles got busted into and nothing was taken, nothing was touched. Okay. I think they just did it over spike, spike or something, man. I man. don't know. But when I made a police report, Okay. They told me three other officers had their windows busted too. So somebody going around busting out car windows, huh? Uh-huh. I said, anything taken? Nope. Did they try to steal the car? Nope. I said, damn. So people just just feel like doing some damage. Yeah, just, just that's that dumb stuff, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, so what did you did you go ahead and take care of that? Get get a new window? Yeah, it's all done. It's all done. So got that out the way. So I can drink my coke. Uh oh, you got a coke today? Yeah, I gotta go in. Oh, so you work tonight, huh? So you can't have yeah. a cold one. Well, I have to work the next seven, eight nights. Ooh. Oh man. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, you know your boy on furlough, so I have no idea what's going on. Is is it is it still 12 hour days or no? No. Um, last night, last thing I heard, they took it back, so it's not eight, not nine hours, whatever. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, bad thing is they took it your your RDOs, your your days off, but you know, good thing you ain't got doing twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Oh man, sorry about your car. I know you, you know. Thank God that it was nothing serious. Like you walk out to the front door and the whole car is gone. But, yeah, that's facts. But still, you know, coming out and you see the shattered glass on your on the street and on inside your 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 vehicle. Yeah, I know that's I know you was a little I know you was burnt up. Man. For no reason. But you know what? We're not gonna let it stop us now. We ain't gonna let it stop us. We're gonna we're gonna carry on on this episode. Damn right. We're gonna carry on. Let's get Miss Waddy up here. Miss Waddy, what's going on with you? How y'all doing? I'm good. Everything's good and well on my end. I don't got okay. no complaints. 
No complaints? No. Okay, well, that's good. You must get, did you get a raise? Not to my knowledge. I ain't seen nothing that looked different. <laughs> that can help us out, though. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to ask you for a loan. There it is. But I wasn't going to pay you back, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? Your boy on furlough, like I said earlier, so I am chilling. Uh, you know, the wife and I, we out at the lake house and that's what's up. And you know what? The slim fast I've been I've been drinking and I put all that weight back on because all I've been doing nothing but eating. Wow. Been on for, so wow. I put that weight. <laughs> That's what it's about. Oh man. So my fat ass was trying to lose some weight for the summer, but drinking my slim fast. But man, I've been out here, been looking at the water, sitting on my ass, just <laughs> just eating, eating good too. That sounds like a vacation. Man. Man, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I am enjoying myself. Cause you know, time just to decompress, just get away from get away from the uh, the, the the fast life, the shooting, the the, the, the carjackings, the busted windows, all that. Just get away from all, all that. So, but you know what, guys? Mm-hmm. And it's my fault. Father's Day. We last time we got we went on the air. I totally forgot to mention about Father's Day, but it's not too late now. We want to honor and pay homage and want to say and Happy Father's Day for all you fathers out there. I know it's late, so we want to say Happy Father's Day for all you fathers out there. Fathers are the most essential. The fathers are are, are just very important to the community, very important to the household, very important to the world. So we came, we, you know, saying we, we, we apologize for, for not saying happy father's day a few weeks ago, but we say it now. So I know, uh, for our pops, uh, holiday, we just, you know, moms end up making dinner for them and, you know, we end up giving them a couple of gifts and went by on them, see how you doing. And, and then we have to work. I, uh, yeah, so I mean, we had to work, so it was more like a can by spend some time a little bit, give him his gift, and and that's about it. Miss Waddy, what you guys do for uh for your father on Father's Day? It was Anything a special? Dinner. It was just a big dinner cooked. My dad really liked seeing all his grandchildren, so all the grandkids and everything came over. So it's just like quality time. You know, us guys, we we holiday. You can you can testify to this. Us guys, we don't really want, we don't really have to have anything big and extravagant. I think, yes. you know, you know, for men, I, you know, I can speak for myself. I'm, you know, I, I'm cool just by chilling in the house, play the food, watching TV, quiet time. You know, I, I'm good with that. And I don't have to have much. But I think that's like a lot of guys in general. How about how about you, Holiday? What's a good what's a good Father's Day gift for you? A good Father's Day gift. Hmm. It'd be me not going to work. Yeah, right. That'd be I'd be like, happy Father's Day to me. Wait, you be you be the only one in the house that's celebrating. Right. Everybody <laughs> myself. Yeah. That'd be a good Father's Day. Okay. Yeah. No work. Let me just drink beer and 
<laughs> just look out the window, look at birds and trees. Over there, bird watching, drinking beer, watch, scratch, scratching watch, yourself. And watching everybody happy. Mm -hmm. Just looking around. Think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. You say you're looking out the window watching birds, looking at people, drinking beer. You probably got like you probably got like a George Michael shadow. I know I'm telling my age, but you know, you probably got like a five o'clock shadow. Hair is yeah, all yeah. messed up. You probably got <laughs> like a raggedy t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, nah, shit. I'm gonna look like Logan on Wolverine, X Men. You looking at people? They happy. You 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 were saying to yourself like, "What's so what's so happy? Why why are you so happy? What you so happy about?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but listen, yeah, definitely we will do better. But we just want to take out this time to say Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> my favorite part of the show what's new on the beat now guys i don't have anything new on the beat because i've been out here getting fat all the way that loss i put back on but i do want to talk about my experience at at a uh, walmart i went to i went to walmart the wife and i went to walmart we bought some stuff you know they got the little self-checkout so we was checking out and my bill was two hundred and like seventy dollars. Wow! I I said to myself, "What did that? You know, I'm looking at my wife. You know, I'm like, what did we buy for two hundred seventy dollars? I mean, two hundred seventy dollars at Walmart. Yeah, I can't even tell you what I got. I know I got some like green tea and some hot dogs and bread, but I can't. What else? What else we get? I think I think my wife got some salad or something. Like that. But still. $270 at Walmart. I almost ran out with that cart. It don't even pay for it. Shut up. You <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost ran out the store with that cart. I was like, 270 And I'm looking around like, nobody's really looking at me. But, you know, so, but I threw that card in, man. I was like, oh, man. So, yeah, so that's what happened to me. Spent 270 bucks in Walmart. And you probably went up in there for a couple of items. I did. That's I did. We fun. just, right. No, we just went in there, just grabbed something for the night. For the night and come, then that's about quick. it. Yeah. yeah. Went in there, spent $270. Mm. Damn. But anyway, man, I want to thank God because I had two hundred seventy dollars to buy this stuff. So you know what? Yeah. So, so thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to have that money to just pay for that my items at at Walmart. There you go. You did not have to run out with the cart. I, I did thought about it now. Mm. Everybody, hey, everybody else doing it. Why can I? <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no, because I because I swore. Not that it's a moral uh, ethics, but I swore to uphold the law. So <laughs> there you go. 
Good answer. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so holiday, what you get? You got anything new on the beat? Uh, uh new. Uh, I don't know if you call it new. I don't know if you call it handsome tips or. But people learn how to drive. Okay. I'm doing yeah, too suck. much. I'm doing too. I'm doing too much traffic uh, crashes reports. Mm-mm, I hate them. It's nice out, and anybody want to. I mean. You go to these scenes and you don't know how the car look like this. You're like, oh, go talk to somebody. They can't tell you. Oh, I was asleep or, you know, the car jumped out and I hit something. And I think uh, I heard, I was, I was off, but I heard two squad cars got hit. Really? Yeah, everybody's in good condition. Everybody's good. Okay, that's good. One, that's good. one, one person took a light, red light. Oh. Um, I I I'm not sure about the second, but I'll hear about it tonight when I go to work. But okay, um, I mean, it's just everywhere. It's just people are rushing. I I don't I don't know what's to rush about. Yeah, like, you're right. Like you're I right. Rather, I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather for you to look both ways and run the red light yeah. versus yeah. versus just man. I'm trying to make it. The light's about to turn red, but. Hopefully no cars is gonna come and a traffic crash on the intersection. No, real talk. Real talk. If you I, gonna I, run I, it, I, right. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather for you to just be like, man, no cops around. All right, no cars coming. This bound, that bound. All right. But right. man, this is too much traffic crashes, man. Unheard of. No, you're right. I'm thinking. Ever since COVID, since the city didn't open up and these states and open up just, I can speak for myself, just it had spiked since then because people, like you said, people are running red lights, they run the stop signs, they're driving on curves, they're driving on lawns, they're driving in reverse. People have lost them, and people have lost their minds. They don't have any patience. Yeah, no patience. In run. Like, man, yeah. Um, road rage is spiked. I mean, it's like cabin fever out here. Like everybody's sniffing something and, you know, not everybody, but people, some people who are sniffing something and just, just, just their minds take over. Like they just, they just get enraged. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And I know I don't like doing trap crash reports. That's why I tell people you get 10 days to do this. You ain't got to do it today. <laughs> go to the station, bum. You know, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta report this today. You know that, right? You get 10 days. Just in case you gotta go home, do some cooking, some cleaning, you gotta take care of the kids or whatever. You ain't gotta do it today. <laughs> you got 10 days. You got Goodbye. 10 days to do it. Or you you go in the station and get a report right there too. There you go. The point of the story is be careful when you're driving. You know, you're not going to get anywhere safe if you're driving like a jackass. So don't drive like a jackass. Well said. Miss Waddy. 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 Miss Waddy. Yep. <laughs> well, do we have anything new for, on the beat? No, 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 no. Nothing new this week. I guess then super crazy's been in the house for like the past two months or something. Hey. Well, I tell you one thing, they need to do that where I'm at. I'm I feel take y'all, take y'all butts home. <laughs> but see, but but the bad news about over in this end is when they home and it's late at night, 
now they drunk and because all my calls be intoxication, dental intoxicated callers. Right. And so it's like, okay, go back outside. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I thought about you, Miss Wadi. What came across on my news feed was Popeye's is giving away free chicken sandwiches. Don't be trying to kill me with they food. <laughs> mm. That sounds like good death. Remember we did the episode on what what chicken sandwich is better, Popeye's or um, Chick-fil-A? Mm-hmm. Popeye's yeah. took it. Popeye's took it. A lot of people, a lot more people like uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches over Chick-fil-A. Hmm. Yeah, me and, me and my buddy Miles. <laughs> what Miles had to say. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Miles, boy. <laughs> my man. We, boy, we, we partnered up there one day. I said, man, let's get some Popeye's chicken sandwich. That man said, man, that was, it was, it was decent. It was all right. Mm-hmm. Boy, the rest of that tour, we couldn't stop talking about that damn chicken sandwich, <laughs> man. He said, man, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go home and bring something to the family. I'm going to stop again. Not- <laughs> <laughs> At first, he was just so nice a lot about it. And shout out to Miles again. I ain't never going to forget that story. Yeah, that was a good time. A great guy, a great officer. Oh, Miles. Yeah, Miles. And he's a big uh and big supporter of the show. He listens to all the episodes, man. He he listens to all the episodes and he come talk to me about them. And man, Miles is a good dude. <laughs> man, that dude man, I'm going back after work. I said, wow. <laughs> it went it went from I was decent. It's all right. To, to, man, this is really good. Oh man, okay. I want to know does Mal still eat it? Does he stop and get him? <laughs> He'll let us know. He gonna listen to this episode. He'll tell us. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Miss Whitey. So I thought about you about that that Popeye's chicken sandwich. This is what we're gonna do. Holiday. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna celebrate because we're coming hey. up on fifty. We're coming up on fifty episodes. Ooh, we're coming up. So after we record our 50th episode, we're gonna go to Popeyes and celebrate. Nice. We're gonna go to Popeyes and 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 Miss Waddy. Miss Waddy, no, you gotta be there now. Whatever you want on the menu. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hello, Miss Waddy. Hello. I don't, I don't think she's going. No, she gotta go. We're gonna kidnap her. It is. Yeah, I'll have y'all a party at Popeye's. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move on. Let's move on with the show. Holiday, any follow-ups? Now, Miss Waddy, right. you got to come to, you got to celebrate with us. We're going on 50 episodes. I'll zoom yeah. y'all. <laughs> he said zoom us. <laughs> Dang. I tell you what, I'm be eating good, too. I'm going to get that four-piece. Mm. What, what what type of sides you gonna get? Mac and cheese. Mm. I like red beans and rice. Okay. With that biscuit. Oh, definitely that biscuit with that honey on there. Mm. Ooh, come on, man! For holiday, go go on with them followers before I'm lead. I'm lead this. I'm lead this episode and go to Popeyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, we didn't even finish. <laughs> so, oh. so the follow ups are. But today, um, we like to thank our first one, Paula. Paula, thank you for writing. Paula wrote, 
I listened to the last show and she feels, why does people try to stop robbers from doing what they do? It's, cl- it's clearly a mad world and people can get hurt. Me personally, me personally, I think people intervene. It's instinctively. Sometimes you don't even, you don't even know you're doing it. You just do it. Um, with the Lululemon, the, the females in Lululemon, where you try to take the, the clothes out the store, I think, you know, some people have a sense of pride. We talked about it. Have a sense of pride of their job. Mm-hmm. But that is a fair point that uh, Paula wrote that uh, it's just material things and you get hurt for material things. I, I do I do understand that as well. So I guess you got to I guess you got to pick your poison, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, me personally, just like today, I just think people sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. People work hard for their money. People work hard to get what they get. And you got these clowns come in just still because they're entitled. They feel entitled. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what, dude? Get out of here. You don't have the backing that you used to have. Right now, it's like a soft shoe on criminals. Mm-hmm. They're not really hammering criminals like they should. You know, don't chase, don't touch. It's only material, like you said on on the on the last episode. These ladies, they tried, you know, they they, they you know they tried to stop them and then they get fired for it. So it's like, <laughs> you know, go figure, go figure that. So. And let's be honest, it's more work. Mm-hmm. It's more work you had to do afterwards. Now they got away. Now you had to do all this notification and add up what was taken and right at the mm-hmm. estimated. Now you got to do all this extra work because right. they they just messed the thing. So I just think it's just people sick of it. And it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna stop this. People are tired of it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. People are tired of. It. I'm tired of it too. God knows I am. Um, that's why that's why after this show i'm going to walmart all right what what else we get uh what, nice. what else we get what else we get holiday yeah i haven't learned this lesson nice uh you <laughs> gonna go back you know walk out this time all right the next one is tim thank you tim right and uh tim wrote great episode guys i feel like one of these people should be fired mm-hmm. for their actions mm-hmm. you do you fired a bus driver for defending himself, shaking my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That one I don't understand. Yeah, he had a he had a gun on the on the bus and you're not supposed to. Yeah, but but the dude, the criminal had a, a gun too. And planted and presented first. Yeah. He like, presented it. He came like, to the bus driver. Yeah, what you gonna do? Like, what? right. Wait a minute. Hold on, fam. Mm. Yeah, I get, you know, we get, you know, it's against policy for them. Maybe that policy needs to be revisited and be revised. Because let's be honest, this world, uh, this world's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy world out here. Well, policy, policy is a mad world. I, hey, yeah. it's a mad world out here. We got to, you know, those policies probably need to be revisited and say, anybody that's working with the public probably need to be armed. 
shit, they so busy rewriting art, rewriting our damn laws and shit. And shit, they need to, they need to like, like you said, focus on the public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Telling us what we can not do and what we can do. Shit, ever since you and you take you take all these rules and regulations away, you see what's going on. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I know what you think, Miss. What you think, Miss Waddy, about the buzzer bus driver situation? Isn't it? I mean, I agree. You know, he's defending yeah. himself. You know, because mm-hmm. they never, they never cover and really protect bus drivers, so they right. need to vouch for as much as possible. Yeah, because I remember the times. I remember the times we was on the bus. It was, I mean, it was a little crazy, but it was never like it is now. Fighting bus drivers, you robbing bus drivers. Them. Yeah, you never mess with them. You never. No, they taking you to your destination. Right. I have the bus drivers. When I was in high school, shoot, God bless them, because majority of them waited for me. They see me walking down the block. They'll sit there and tell me to hurry up. Come on, right. run. Make the bus. Man. They see they see me coming to school every day. And then, if, you, yeah, then if you're short, they'll look out for you. Uh, so it's like, but then... Then you hear what you hear. These bus drivers, they get beat up with a group of teens downtown. And right. They they for no reason. Bus driver have no gun, nothing. And they stay get beat up on. They would. So guess what? All right. I got something for you. I got that. Holiday, you said it, you said it right. People getting tired of being the victim. It's... Somebody approach, you know, the bus driver, like, hey, I got a gun too. And he shot him. You know, he got shot in return, but but still, he, he shot him. So, you know, the problems may be really need to look into looking this stuff because people are fighting back. They're not going to just sit here and just lay down and just, all right, all right you got me. You handcuffed, you handcuffed the police department. We're short, we're spread out, we're thin, we're retiring, we're not working, whatever the case may be. We're, we're, we're out here, we're trying. But law-abiding citizen, common folk, average Joes, oh, they, they, they about, they about to rise up and get bugged now. Mm-hmm. Oh, what we get? What we get next? Next, we got one from Mac. Thanks, Mac, for writing. Mac wrote a story about the off-duty sergeant. I'm glad he was found not guilty. Yes. If it was me. I would I wouldn't even tell you what, what I would have done <laughs> if that was my son's bike. Mm-hmm. We think we know, but we will keep it <laughs> to ourselves. Right. Yeah, man. I'm I'm that's, glad to. Because we probably I probably agree. I probably with you. I mean, people get seriously hurt for far less. But okay, you know. I just didn't like the whole thing when they arrested this the they arrested this off-duty sergeant. I'm like, what is he being arrested for? It's, he was just getting back his son's bike. Oh, but we're we already talked about that and all that. But but yeah, yeah, I'm glad too. I'm glad that he he's found uh not guilty. And I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what, what's his next step. I don't know if he's gonna retire, move out. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll be a little, I'll be a little, I'll be a little burnt up 
if I was him. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little burnt up about it. For sure. We'll keep things moving. Ms. Wadi, what we get for the notifications? Well, we got a Florida man has been arrested for the alleged killing of a 33-year-old Cynthia Wood nearly 40 years ago. Mm. Don Heaney, 65 years old, was arrested by the U.S. Marshals Fugitive Task Force in San Diego and booked into jail, according to the San Diego I mean, I'm sorry, County Sheriff's Department. Woody's body was found in a water-filled ditch in Riverview, Florida in June 1984, according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Tatini had not been since, seen since the incident, and police said he may have been in Texas using an unknown identity, according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. We are aware, in quote, of this arrest to have sent detectives to interview Satini while we await extradition, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said in a statement to ABC News. And quote, this arrest allows us to re-examine evidence collected in 1984 using the technology of today as the case is now considered open once again. Hmm. 40 years on the run, huh? Yep. It's a long time to be running. Ooh. People, if you did not know, murder has no statute of limitations. So if you if you commit murder forty years ago, guess what? They still they still investigating forty years, and then we we can, you know, technology and DNA and all that's got better, got way better. So, so yeah, hey, man, good job, good job, man. Now that now that family can have some closure, yeah. um, you know, never never truly adjusted because that person is gone, but. Uh, glad that that person's going, you know, get extradited and, and, and face uh, face jail time. Probably, you know, for the rest of life, he, he, he's he's gone, so he's going to spend the rest of life in jail. So, so that's good work by law enforcement. Good, you know, good work by anybody, everybody who who helped out getting this man back back in custody. Yeah, shout out, big, much love. Oh, well, what we get? What's next, Miss Water? The next one is a shooting in Indiana that injured two people after a three-year-old accessed the gun led to the arrest of a man wanted for murder in Illinois, authorities said. Treshawn Smith, 23 years old, was arrested after he visited a hospital with a non-life-threatening gunshot wound, according to Lieutenant Justin Hartman of the Lafayette Police Department. Investigators eventually determined that the shooting that sent Smith and another victim to the hospital occurred when a three-year-old was able to access a gun and fire a single round. The police department said officers initially found both shooting victims at the Franciscan Health Lafayette East Hospital, where they were being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. They later determined that the shooting occurred at an apartment complex in Lafayette, Indiana. Hartman said the other victim was the child's mother, and Smith was a friend of the mother's. Smith was arrested on an active murder warrant from neighboring Cook County, Illinois. The Lafayette Police Department said it is coordinating police in Markham, Illinois, regarding the arrest. So you mean to tell me a three-year-old accidentally got, got a hold of a gun, shot it, shot it accidentally, but the person who got hit was wanted for murder in Chicago? Man, you can't make this up. That's not a good move. Man. You talking about you talking about luck. Man, karma's a bee. That is hey. that's a <laughs> How did you get caught, man? My, this kid shot me. 
a three-year-old got access to a gun, accidentally shoot this this person. He showed up at the hospital. Guess what? He's wanted for murder in Chicago. And this happened in Indiana. Boy, I tell you. Uh. Man, I guess uh I mean good I guess good shooting, kid. Hey, <laughs> hey. Can be a cop in the future. There you go. Wow. Wow. That's a good that's a that's a pretty excellent story there. Right. That's a pretty excellent story. I like it. Okay. All right. Anything else, Miss Waddy? Just anonymous tips up to $5,000 for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions, and also up to $15,000 for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call 833-408-0069, or you can email cpdtip.org. All right, self-explanatory. People keep people use that. Use that tip line. A lot of stuff going on these days. We need the public help. need police help. You need everybody help to get involved. Hell, criminals, if you want to change your life, you can use that tip too. <laughs> you know, so, oh man. All right. So let's investigate. We're going to investigate opportunists. Well, what do you mean, Jules? Well, June Tifa came and went, and some stuff that happened nationwide on Juneteenth, that day in particular, supposed to be a day of celebration of black people, I guess, into slavery, but we all know the history on that. We want to give a shout out to President Biden for signing into law in 2021. It made it a government holiday. Thank you, mm-hmm. because we get time and a half that day. Now it's working. Cha-ching. So appreciate you there, Biden. Um, Listen, for the ones who don't know about Juneteenth, the origin of it, back in 19th June, 1865, Major General Gordon uh, Granger of the U.S. Uh, United States Army. Uh, he was a uni- he was a Union general during the Civil War. He came across two hundred fifty thousand black people that were still enslaved in Gaveston, Texas. So, so my man wrote my man rolled in and was like, "Man, slavery been over for a few years because we all know it, 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 January first of eighteen sixty three is supposed to be the end of slavery, supposed to be, but." You know, I guess in Gaveston, they you know their, their map is a little off. So, so, <laughs> so, so they were still working two years later on, and you know, a cat came through was like, you know, uh, you know, slavery's over, and people were like, really? You guys are free. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of a a job I had. I arrested a, I arrested a fender. I arrested a guy. I'm gonna say it again. It kind of reminded me of a job I had one year. And I was working with Dread. We got this dude for on dope charges. Nice. But see, the thing is, he was in the house with the dope. Um, but we didn't have enough to put it on it because it wasn't on his person. Yeah. Now his his now his ID was on the table. He was cutting up the dope on the table in the kitchen. He was coming out the house when we when we grabbed him. He was the only one in the house. His ID, everything was in, on the table. We called, you know, the state's attorney, and it was like, nah, because you didn't have, you didn't see him. He didn't have, he didn't have possession of the dope. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess I can sit around the table full of dope and it won't be charged. But okay, I, that's what they told me. That's what tell me. But anyway, yeah. anyway, the more the, the, the purpose of the story is, 
I went to uncuff him. And he looked at me, he said, am I free? And I said, you're free. <laughs> he, got, he was so happy. And we, nice. walked him out there and we walked him out the back door. So, so this story, when I'm reading this, you know, when I'm talking about the, 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 the slaves, uh, black people back in Gaveston, when their general was like, hey, you guys are free. And they looked at him, we're free? Like, yeah, yeah, you're free. Go, go on to do, do what you want to do, I guess. But, um, but yeah, so that's the origin of Juneteenth, okay? So the people that know, Black people still in, uh, in Gavison, Texas, was still enslaved two years after slavery was supposed to be over, but they were still, you know, being slaves. Cat came through, said, listen, there's no more slaves. Okay. So Juneteenth had came, and there were some incidents that, that came up that wasn't so good. And people disrespected the holiday. We're going to talk, about a, we're gonna talk yeah. about a few of them. Uh. We're going to talk about a few of them, but for the most part, it's our young, it's our young people. Our young black teens are, are not paying homage to our ancestors. They are not, they are disrespecting Juneteenth. They're disrespecting uh, their sales. They're disrespecting their communities. They're disrespecting, you know, the elders. There's this, they're just plain old, just disrespectful. And they are opportunists. And if something happened, they won't always bring, but they will always want to bring up the race card. We can't bring up the race card on this one. Things happened on Juneteenth and it came and went and really nobody's really talking about it. So we're just going to talk about just a couple of them. But first we're going to talk about in Mifflinton, Pennsylvania, just real quick. A state police trooper, uh, Jacques Rougeau, 29 years old, was killed with a, by a gunman who attacked the state police barricade. He later killed himself. We wow. want to bring that up. We want to bring that up because nobody else had brought it up. And our thoughts and our prayers and our condolences go to the family of that, of that trooper. Wow. You know, so... Yeah. I'm going to bring that up right quick. We just definitely. want to give our condolences. Yeah, definitely condolences to him and that family. Mm -hmm. Let's listen to a little clip of that, and then uh, we'll move on. Tonight, there are more questions than answers about a deadly shooting in Mifflin Town, Juniata County. PA State Police say two troopers were shot in the line of duty. One was killed, the other taken to the hospital. The suspect also killed. Sarah Wilson joins us live in studio with what we know so far. Sarah. Taylor, devastating news out of what neighbors say is a usually quiet neighborhood. We are waiting to learn more information, including what led up to the shooting. I know I'm not the only one who feels scared. A Saturday afternoon turned tragic. This is a quiet town and you don't see stuff like that happen. Two Pennsylvania state troopers shot in Mifflin Town, Juniata County. One trooper dying from his injuries. The other sent to the hospital. The chaos all happening shortly before 1 p.m. Saturday. State police have not revealed what led up to the fatal shootings, but say after the injured officer was shot, the suspect fled. Hours later, the suspect was found near Swamp Road and Baumgartner Drive in Walker Township, Juniata County. 
That's when gunfire was exchanged between the suspect and another trooper. Both were shot and killed. I don't even want to think what's going through their minds at this time. It's just in their, in their families. It's terrible. Neighbors stunned by the news. Tabitha Lopez has lived in Mifflin Town her whole life. As a mom of four, she worries. Now, for more reasons than one. The safety of my family, my kids, just makes you question what you want to allow them to do from here on out. Neighbors now mourning. That's terrible when it happens one of them. It definitely makes you question and just not take everything for granted. All right. It was a good way to end. Life is precious and short. And we're not, you know, let's not take this. Let's not take life for granted. Uh, we always want to let our law enforcement family, brothers and sisters in law enforcement, just while we're out there, you know, just be careful. Just be careful. Please get home to your loved ones. Uh, it's a, like we said, a mad world out there is trying times. It's, 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 it's hurtful. It's, it's, you know, these, 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 uh, these cowards are emboldened and more aggressive. So we have to, you know, just be careful and be, be prayerful while we're out there. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Me too. Uh, the awareness, our awareness has to be, and you have to be damn near perfect. Right? <laughs> Shoot, man. You can't have no B-get. You can't have no... Tiger Woods always used to say, man, you have to have your A-game every day. You can't have no B-game or a C-game. You can have your A-game every day while we're out there in these streets. That goes to regular people and, and just in general. Yeah. So a couple things, a couple incidents that took place nationwide. On Juneteenth in particular, where it was either a Juneteenth festival, event, or whatever the case may be, and some things happened. You know, some things happened where somebody was killed or injured. So we're going to rap about a few of them, and then come up, talk about it, and then, then that'll be it. So first, uh, in San Diego, 20-year-old Jonathan Pullman was shot and killed where a fight broke out during a Juneteenth event. We'll, we'll take a look at the clip and then we'll go from there. Stephen Kirsten, so when we arrived on scene, a lot of people were scattering the area. Police were still arriving. When police got the call that gunfire had rang out, they came from all over the city. Even Harbor Police arrived. There were dozens of officers here on scene. You can see that the behind me that there is police tape to block off the area. And you can also see that people left like Remnants of pop-up tent. Some man told us that they left a grill. This is a park area on Cushing between Womble and Roosevelt. One person is dead, another person injured, and a suspect is on the loose. We can tell this came as a result of some sort of dispute. Make it very clear this was not an active shooter event or anything of that type. This appears to be an isolated incident resulting from a dispute here at the event with two people, one person injured and one person unfortunately deceased. And this all happened about 645 this evening. Hundreds of people were attending this Juneteenth celebration at Liberty Station with live music. There was dancing. Gunshots were fired. The crowd scattered and police say two people were taken to the hospital. One of those people died on the way. The other, we are told, has non-life-threatening injuries.
Right now, we believe there is somebody who's unaccounted for as far as the suspect side goes. So we are looking for a suspect, but I have no information on who that person might be, what their description is. Like I said, we're still talking to witnesses, looking for evidence, trying to collect video, all the things that come in the initial stages of homicide investigation. So no arrests have been made and this investigation is going to take some time. Again, police officers are here, homicide detectives are here all searching for answers, talking to a lot of people. A lot of people were here at this event, so some of them left right away, so police did not get a chance to talk to them, but anyone with information is urged to call the San Diego Police Department. Back to you guys. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, but that's not the only one. So let's take a look at, let's take a look at Asheville, North Carolina, where you get two minors were shot during the Juneteenth event at Washington State Music Festival. Let's take a look, uh, let's check this clip out. Was under arrest after a shooting in Asheville at a Juneteenth celebration. Police say shots were fired just before nine Saturday night in Pack Square Park. We're told two juveniles were shot. One is in critical condition. Asheville police say they found the suspect nearby at a pistol later teen faces charges, including felonious assault. Because of the shooting, the city canceled Sunday's Juneteenth celebration. All right, let's take a look at, let's take a look at St. Louis. St. Louis had 10 teenagers injured, one killed, uh, uh, 10 of them during the Juneteenth uh, event. You know, let's, uh, hold on, let's, let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. The images of the violence and the aftermath are disturbing and difficult to watch. Early yesterday morning, one teen was killed, 11 others injured after gunfire rang out during a party being held at an office building on Washington Avenue. We have live team coverage tonight. Laura Barczewski talked with downtown residents and businesses about solutions to youth violence. But let's start with Robert Townsend, who spoke exclusively with the father and sister of the teen killed in the shooting. Robert's live downtown where the shooting happened. Robert. Mike Michael Moore's father is really with shock, sadness, and grief. He still cannot believe his son was killed at a party. It was the worst Father's Day of Daryl Moore's life. I feel numb, man. I don't know what to feel. Early Sunday morning, he got a heart-gripping phone call. My daughter called me about 2.15 and said, Daddy, uh... Wake up. We need to go check on KO. The worried dad rushed to 14th and Washington Avenue in downtown St. Louis and learned his 17-year-old son, Mikhail Moore, had been shot and killed while at a party. I'm shocked. Just crazy. One minute I'm talking to him, next minute he gone. You know, just the senseless gun violence. Police say this senseless gun violence broke out around 1 a.m. Sunday on the fifth floor of an office building. Startling surveillance images show dozens of terrified teenagers ran for their lives when the gunfire popped off. Mikhail died at the scene. He was the youngest of 13 and a junior at Sumner High School. It's hard, man, especially losing your last born. You know, I thought he gonna outlive us all. He was caring, he was loving, like he was everything. He 
was a good uncle and a great brother. 11 others, ranging from 15 to 19, were injured. Survivors told police conflicting stories. Some said a group of men in all black just started shooting. Others claimed two groups were apparently arguing before shooting at each other. I just want justice for myself. A grief-stricken dad who must now bury his son. It's just senseless, man. And, you know, like, I agree with what the nurse saying. We need to find something to save these kids. Terrible. Terrible. I'm not, we're not finished. We're not finished. I know, I know people heard about Willow, Willowbrook. Mm-hmm. What happened to Willowbrook? Willowbrook, he had, he had 22, 22 people shot one day. Oof. In Willowbrook. Well, hey, you ain't got to believe us here. Listen to it. For more than a day now, investigators have been on the scene of a mass shooting in southwest suburban Willowbrook. The gunfire made national headlines along with other mass shootings across the country, getting the attention of Illinois' governor and the White House. There were 62 shooting victims in Chicago alone over the weekend and 10 murders. In the Willowbrook shooting, one man was killed, 22 others were hurt. CBS2 investigator Megan Hickey joins us live from that scene with the latest. Megan. Right, Jim and Marie, the DuPage County Sheriff's Department tells us they're still in the process of interviewing the enormous number of victims and witnesses who were here on Sunday morning. We're learning much more from those witnesses, and we're getting a clearer look at the moment those shots were fired, and we do want to warn our viewers that this video is difficult to watch. And once the shots fired, being fired, you know, basically everybody just kind of took cover. A friend of this witness captured the moment on cell phone video that the shots were fired around 1225 Sunday morning. As you can hear, there are too many gunshots to count in this recording. Neighbors tell me they're frustrated with the lack of information they've gotten so far from law enforcement. Nearly two days after the start of the parking lot Juneteenth celebration, police were in the area monitoring the gathering that started at 6 p.m. on Saturday in the parking lot of the shopping area at Honeysuckle Lane and Route 83. As the party continued into the early morning on Sunday, multiple rounds were fired into the crowd by an unknown number of suspects. As of Monday, the DuPage County Sheriff's Department confirmed they are aware of 23 people shot, including one fatally, and said they won't be releasing their names, locations, or individual conditions due to safety concerns. The DuPage County Medical Examiner did confirm that the man who died was 31-year-old Reginald Meadows from Willowbrook. He was shot in in the abdomen. Investigators continued to process the scene, marking shell casings and other evidence left behind in the rush and investigating vehicles that have remained roped off to the public. Ballistics evidence is still being processed and will be crucial to this investigation. Neighbors we spoke to are still rattled by what they saw. And people need to be aware. People need to start loving each other more because I mean, you know, people need to start respecting each other more. Now, we did reach out to the businesses in the strip mall and the apartment complex right across the street. A representative from the apartment complex declined to comment, but did reiterate it did not happen on their property. We'll have much more on this investigation coming up at five. We'll do one more. We'll do more. We'll do one more. And then we'll we'll wrap. 
This cell video posted on social media shows a wild robbery at the McDonald's restaurant on Crenshaw at 43rd Street in Lamert Park Monday evening. You can hear screaming and yelling as the raucous group literally rips out the cash register from its foundation and carries it away. On Tuesday, everything looked back to normal in the McDonald's restaurant. Most customers we spoke to knew nothing about the robbery that took place less than 24 hours before. But the LAPD told Fox 11 they had arrested one 19-year-old and were looking for other suspects who they identified. I seen a video of that on Instagram. It's crazy because I, I think I left like right around that same time. Up and down Crenshaw, not far from Monday's Juneteenth Festival, businesses sang the praises of the Juneteenth Festival as a celebration of culture and good for business. It's not clear how much the robbers got away with, but the scene of the cash register dragged out to the street where multiple people took whatever cash they could grab was haunting. There was some wild stuff going on uh, yesterday. I feel like it was it got a little hot for a second, and it was a lot of people crowded together, and that probably created you know some type of animosity or I don't know. That's unfortunate for sure. I'm also a man of God, so you know I try not to fear anything but God. But at the same time, you got to be smart. You got to be cautious. Again, it's not clear exactly how much money was taken. We waited all day long to hear back from McDonald's, but we never did get any kind of a formal statement from them. And the LAPD would only say that they were continuing this investigation. We went, we, all right, people, we covered a, covered a few things that happened nationwide. We had uh, in L.A., you know, the, the teens trash McDonald's still in the cash register, stealing money out of there. Willowbrook, Illinois, you had 23 people shot, uh, one dead. San Diego, you had a 20-year-old shot and killed um, when a fight broke out during a Juneteenth event. Asheville, North Carolina, two minors were, were shot during a Juneteenth event in Washington State uh, Music Festival. In St. Louis, another man shooting, 10 teens injured, one killed. Doing a Juneteenth event. Uh, I mean, all these are kids. All these are kids. You know, the mass shooting is, I mean, all of it's alarming. But let me ask you guys something 22 people, 23 people shot in Willowbrook, 10 people shot in St. Louis. Now, mass shooting, the definition of a mass shooting is three or more people who get shot at, at one event. They constitute that as a mass shooting. But in some of these inner cities, uh, the urban communities or whatever the case may be, where you call it whatever you want to call it. But this is, I mean, it seemed like it's a it, it, like an average weekend when you get a mass shooting. But okay. We have the mass shooting. We have these people, these kids taking over McDonald's and the, the downtown and beaches and wherever you, wherever you have it. Uh, there was a thing. There was a a, a festival in in uh, Orland Park. They had to shut down because teens had took over. The question for this episode is for the people listening. The question for the people listening. 
for us, what is the solution? What is the solution for these kids doing what they're doing? What is the solution? How do we get these kids to stop doing, stop doing this dumb stuff? How do we get kids from not killing each other? And how do we get kids from just acting, acting civil? I mean, when you have a big event, why is it, why you get this at a, at a big event on a Juneteenth festival, something that is for black people? It's for black people, it's for everybody. You know, freedom is, everybody deserves freedom. All race and, you know, there shouldn't be any slaves, you know, and, and, and what's going on now. There shouldn't be any slaves. So, so the question is, what, what's the solution? I mean, listen, as far as the McDonald's and the vandalism and, and, you know, you have uh, taken over downtowns and beaches and stuff. Listen, all that's mob action. All that's mob action. It's, the, it's defined as state that uh, a person that commits mob action is when he or she engages in one of the following, and that's knowingly use reckless force or violence to disturb public with one or more persons. Knowing assembly together with one or more persons with the intent to commit or facilitate the commission of a felony or misdemeanor. Knowingly assembled together with one or more persons without authority of law for committing violence to one another or property of anyone who is supposed to be guilty of violation of the law or for the purpose of exercising correctional, uh, correctional powers of anyone by violence. Now, the punishment for mob action is is a class four felony, which is punishable by one to three years in prison. Now we say we say all that to say this: these people who get caught for for mob action, I don't think they're getting the sentencing that they need to need to be getting. There needs to be like, we just need to call it what it is. Maybe stricter laws. These kids got to start getting locked up and doing the correct amount of time, reasonable amount of time, and their parents need to be held accountable too. Yeah, most definitely, I agree. Uh, I agree. They need to be charged as adults. They need, um, parents need to be uh, ticketed, maybe even ticketed themselves, uh, citations themselves or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um the, these teens know what they're doing. They, they know what they're doing. And these lawyers and politicians babying these damn kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me personally, I I don't see no fixing it. Cause it's mm. so we're so deep into it where they have so much support to sue and to feel entitled. I mean, when the the big bosses are are co-signing, uh-huh. you know, behind them, how do you beat that? Yeah, it's I, like how do you right? How do you correct how do you this that? behavior? 
Right. You, and it, we're so deep into it. The whole society is so deep into this soft society we're in now. But you can't even touch these kids. They don't really serve no senses. Right. It's like the only thing I can think is if 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 there's a big event, it's almost like you're gonna have to have the National Guards on scene. Okay. That's fair. Um that's fair. Because because yeah, that's fair. Because Holly, let me jump in right quick. Because what 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 police doing? What are we doing? We standing around looking. We stand around looking because we're so tied. We're so our hands are so tied. We can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, that's why there are. That's why the name of this show, the title of the show, is called Opportunists because that's what they are. They are opportunists. They do they they do things. These mutts do things. We check them. We in trouble. Body camera show either you know, abuse of power or conduct unbecoming or. Perfect, not, not professional. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, we're not going to, wait a minute. Why am I going to risk my job and my future and freedom and pension for kids that you're coddling, criminals that you're coddling? So officers, I took a step back and just pray that our presence that, you know, I pray that our presence will do, will do something, but it's not doing anything because they, we saw the other day what they was jumping on buses and twerking and stuff right in front of the police. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Miss Wadi and Holiday, you guys are right. We have rules and stuff written on the, on the on the books. You know, it's just not being executed. It's not being executed. If mob action is is punishable by one or three years, why are these why are these uh, POSs are not getting? one or three years since yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you know holiday you write about hey we gotta go after the parents parents need to raise their kids if they can't raise if they're not gonna raise their kids then maybe there'd be some type of fine or something gotta force to raise them i think we need i think in a setting like uh like downtown, or if you have a mass group of kids and they, uh, you know, out of control and causing havoc and damaging properties and fighting, and our rules have to be our rules can it shouldn't be we shouldn't be held to 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 we shouldn't be held to to the rules that we have to do as far as our use of force uh rules. It should be pretty much, you know, take the gloves off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Since you're in a hostile environment, our tactics need to be even more hostile. Yeah. The other part is we're not saying, we're not even saying don't have the party. It's when they act stupid. Right. It's twerking and vandalizing and 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 uh battery. Aggravated battery is when they break the law. Right. It's like, okay, you have a party, you have a setting, a meeting. Okay, cool. But when you start all that shooting and innocent people getting hit. Right. 
For us, the rules should be thrown out the window. Yeah, it's like, okay, there's a whole bunch of crime being committed. Yeah, gloves on. Bring bring the big bus. Mm-hmm. Bring the big old wagons and bring the wagon, bring the horses, bring bring bring, bring, them all, bring them all. Bring that big old command center, that command post, and, and throw these motherfuckers in there. Yeah. Start making mass arrests. And then when they see something is actually being done, people will fall in line. Right. But until then, they may be twerking right now somewhere. Yeah, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. We know someone's getting shot right now. Something, and I hate to be like that, but it's facts. Uh, um, they need national guards. These people need to be uh, charged as adults. These teens. And hell, if it keeps acting like this, I say, uh, what you call it? Uh, push up the curfew. Uh huh. It's almost right, and it's almost like when you see a mass a group of teens. It's almost like you don't want to be the one that say, "Hey, you can't come in," or you can't you can't get this, you can't have a gathering, or you can't be in a park lot, you can't do this, or you can't go downtown, because that'd be discriminating. But here's the thing: the the problem is. It's a good chance they get a you know a group of them come down there. It's a, it's a good chance that stuff breaks off. There's shooting. There's there's vandalism. People getting hurt. People getting killed. So it's like, what do you? I mean, what do you do? You know. Yep. What do you do? It's a sticky situation here. But uh, the thing is, when you do clearly, when you have somebody who's in violation and who broke the law and is being charged, whatever the case may be, just at the stick, just at the stick. Ain't no, it shouldn't be no release to the parent or, um, or a slap on the wrist. People got to sit or we just going to keep having this. No, it don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. On, June, on Juneteenth, that, that Willowbrook, you had 23 people, 23 people shot. 23 people. Let me let me ask you guys something. Did you hear anything about this? Did you hear anything else about this? No. Did you, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. 23, 23 people shot in one event. Shoot, you heard you heard about you heard more about dude choking old buddy in a train than this. Right, right, right. 23 people shot. That's another argument. Yeah. 23 people shot. Nobody says anything. St. Louis, 10 people shot. When is it? Nobody said anything in St. Louis. Yep. Hell, nobody said anything about the uh, state trooper that killed, that got killed. Ain't even, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody even say anything about that. Right. Uh, no concern, no regard. Any of this uh, race related? Well, see, the thing is, in, in 23, uh, the 23 people shot, that's all black. St. Louis, all black. In Asheville, North Carolina, the two miners were black. In San Diego, the people black. These are black people who's getting shot and killed. And right, nobody's so, saying the damn. Uh, BLM is somewhere. No, nah, they ain't. They, they, they too busy. Oh, they quiet, huh? Yeah, yeah they, of course they quiet? they quiet. Yeah, of course they quiet. Oh, what? Of course they quiet. 
Oh, no, they, sh- they should be outraged. They should be mad. Listen, NWACP, BLM, or any other agencies, uh, uh, becoming a man, bam, becoming a man, all these so-called groups that's supposed to be for black people really need to get together with police, with politicians, with, you know, need to get together because this thing is out of control. This thing is just out of control. Mm-hmm. And we all got to be on one, on one accord to fight this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. This is this thing right here is a cancer and it's eating up from the inside and it's spreading. It's spreading. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if BLM is for uh, is, if Black Lives Matter really is for Black Lives Matter, they need to get together for a solution. NWACP need to get with these people for a solution. The police department and the politicians need to get with these folks and need to work together for a solution. Stop all this division. Talking about transparency for police. Talking about uh, police accountability, talking about the blue the code of silence. Forget all that. Forget that. Because this is the problem here. This is this 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 is a cancer, and it's like stage four. Because it's, it's affecting our youth. Our youth is the generation. Is the next generation. If this keeps up, what is where's, what's going to happen to the to the young black male, the young black female? That's why stage four is cancer. Now, if I'm being a little bit, if I'm being a little over-exaggerating about the whole thing, well, so be it. Because what, what we hearing, 23 people shot in one event, 10 people shot it, the, the, a person shot here, a person shot there. And that's just what they report. That's just a few things. Yeah. So, so this one right here is just for... Just food for thought is just for people to listen to this and come up with a solution on what what needs to happen because everybody affected by it. Yeah. Everybody's affected by it. So, so that's the show. I mean, I don't have anything else but this. But I mean, enforce the laws. Enforce the laws. Stop. You know. Stop. Stop letting these kids go out with just slap on the wrist. Enforce the laws. Getting these parents' asses. No, I agree with everything that was said. They need God. They really need God and need to turn their life over to God so he showed them their actual purpose so they won't look for it in the world and conform to evil, but they'll conform to light and do what they're called to do and do what they was designed and made to do. You know what? Where's my collection plate at? I'm going to pass a collection plate around for Miss Wadi over there so she's over there preaching. <laughs> Where my dollar? Where my dollar? I'll put in that, coll- I'll put in that collection plate. Where my dollar? That plate. Oh man, holiday, man, man. You got anything else on this, man? Nah, that's all I need to say to to the uh, stricter with these laws. It's a loss. Let me ask you one more thing. Well, let me get out before we get out of here. Is it because there's a lack of opportunity out here? No. <laughs> so let's let's rule that out. We have opportunity, right? We have resources, right? Everything is so modernized. I mean, you can people work from home. There's jobs everywhere. Oh yeah, for sure. So all right. 
let's another thing that you know i brought that up to say this let's cut off all the excuses let's cut off the excuses racism exists but yeah i really you know you can kind of miss me on that one too systemic racism yeah you can kind of miss me on that too because what these fools are doing out here it doesn't matter (laughs) but before we get out of here miss why did i want to bring up one thing holiday has celebrated a birthday happy birthday you know happy birthday holiday you know what i'm saying Uh, what you uh what you got planned well for my birthday (laughs) nothing (laughs) i'm going to work i'm going to be the police (laughs) he's gonna be the police for your birthday huh Yes, I'm just gonna stand and look out my squad window and look at birds and trees and <laughs> other other people, other people being happy and you know, drinking and eating good and committing crimes and uh intoxicated, blasting music and um crashing their vehicles and why be at work. Now let me now let me ask you something. Cause it's your birthday, you're gonna be at work. Everybody get a everybody get a pass or um depends how I feel. I feel like no I feel like no one should get a pass because I'm working and they're not. But at the same time, I may keep my shades on. So there you go. Because it is my day. So there you, there you go. Well, holiday, man. We just want to say happy birthday to you. May God bless you with many, many more. Uh and also holiday, Miss Waddy. Appreciate you guys for being this right along with me. Remember, while you're out there, not only you guys, but all our brothers and sisters in blue and the law abiding community. The crap, the pieces of crap, uh, you go to hell. But uh, yeah, so I want you guys to be alert, be aware, be safe, but also be dangerous. So thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the announcer Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting the award today? Today, Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than Big Brother, who helped save his younger sister from alleged kidnapper by shooting the suspect with his slingshot. The eight-year-old sister was mushroom hunter in her backyard in Alpanina Township on when an unknown male appeared from the woods, the Michigan State Police said in a press release. The suspect had came through the woods onto the property and came behind her grabbed it. Her 13-year-old brother also witnessed the attack and shot the assailant in the head and chest with his slingshot. The suspect fled the area, but was located by state troopers hiding in a nearby gas station and was able to be identified in part due to injuries he sustained from the slingshot with wounds to his head and chest, police said. The suspect identified as a 17-year-old from Alpanina was taken into custody and allegedly confessed to detectives that he planned in several beatings the victim.
Police say he was lodged in the Alpanina County Jail without incident. Due to the quick actions of the victim's teenager brother, a piece of crap criminal is off the streets. What an awesome big brother. Thank you for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Hey, that's a future law enforcement officer right there. Man, good looking out, big bro. Well, thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.